0: Welcome to episode
1: 93 of the Breakdown Wall Podcast. Oh man! Oh god! Oh man!
0: Oh man! Oh man! Oh Oh god! Oh man! Oh
1: god! I haven't heard that in years. <laughs> oh, you've heard that? I have heard that, yeah. Nice. No, in a long time. That's a great clip. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> And trust us, folks, that that clip that Sterlock just played absolutely applies to this episode of the podcast. It was a
0: toss-up between that and uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. That, that'd be a good idea, too. I, I would totally get that, too. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it, tr- either one of those things absolutely would have applied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we're not going to tell you why right now, because um, in case you don't know, uh, we wanted to, to explode your brain uh, just like it exploded ours. We're going to get to that, though. That's, a, that's in some later segment of the show. Um, but yeah, episode 93, about to do the thing. Uh, I don't expect this one to be, I'm not going to say the word short, I just did, oh well. Um, I don't expect it to be too long, um, but there are some cool things to talk about that uh, I want to talk about, and I'm not going to do that. Gaming news, possibility news. It's gonna be a pretty basic episode, but after all the after all the major coverage we've been doing lately, I think that's okay. Um, kind of a light news week uh, this week. It is what it is. Yeah, overall. Yeah, but there's still uh, there's still news. So, all right, so uh, let us do the thing, Sterlacatron, and let us dive right in with some. (laughs) Welcome to a gaming, gaming News! Alrighty then, gaming news this week. Uh, pretty much all, um, except for one thing, which is not cool. But, um, <laughs> all right. So, the first item in gaming news this week is about WNBA, WNBA two time MVP. Candice Parker, who, ladies and gentlemen, will will be and is the first WNBA representative to be on the cover of an NBA 2K game. Ladies nice. and gentlemen, it's, it's good news. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's awesome. I think that's pretty freaking cool. Now, to be clear, uh, NBA 2K does have a strategy with their cover athletes, which is different from most sports games in that they... Give every edition a different cover athlete. So, to be very specific here, Candace Parker will be on the cover of the 25th anniversary special edition of NBA 2K22. Ah. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's... that's a, I like, at
0: least they're not like doing it like, oh, it's just a standard edition. You yeah. Get... Yeah. You know, no, at I least they I get you. If they're doing it though, I don't know. I think that's kind of silly to have. The different
1: editions have well, different. Cover- in in some ways, it is, but like they've also made good things out of it. Like for instance, because they do it that way, um, they released the uh, Kobe Bryant edition in twenty twenty one to honor Kobe. Yeah. Um, after his death, um, that was that was you know he got he was the cover athlete of course you know posthumously for that. That was wild.
0: Yeah. How yeah. sudden that
1: was. Yeah, it was. It really was. Um. But yeah, this is big. Um, NBA Two K, the series has had the WNBA represented in the game since Two K twenty, so for the past two years or so. And, uh, you know, so you might think you, you might you might think that uh, they might have had a, a female cover athlete on uh, the cover before, but uh, still, I think this is this is awesome. It's a good step forward for the series and for games in general. Honestly, sports games yep. in general. Agreed. So congratulations to Candice Parker, uh, who is very humble about this and says she's always been a video game fan and this is this is awesome for her too. So, nice. There okay. you go. All right. Now, now that we've gotten one really positive thing out of the way, <laughs> I inserted the really negative thing. <laughs> so this is apparently new. This isn't something that always happened. It's, it's recently started happening though. Uh, Stadia is uh, we're almost saying RIP Stadia here. Uh, yeah,
0: you got another thing to add to the
1: pile. Yeah, another thing to add to the pile. Stadia is now giving developers a cut of Stadia Pro subscriptions, but it's dependent on how much their game is being played.
0: And what I mean but by that no is... No one is playing
1: Stadia. Well, not not no one, I mean, <laughs> but not many people. But <laughs> But the worst part is, I mean, it's time. it's it's apparently time dependent, not like user dependent. So here's the thing. You have a variety of games on Stadia, right? Which, I mean, you know, even I will say, like, at this point, it may not be the greatest thing at the moment, but Stadia does have a decent variety now. Like, I mean, yeah, in terms you can't, of like,
0: that is one thing you can't say about Stadia anymore is like, oh, they used to be the meme. They're like, oh, Stadia has no games.
1: Yeah, it has games now. But it has games now. But So there is a decent variety on Stadia, but here's here's about this. Because of that variety, this is good for some developers, but bad for other developers. Because what about the yeah. people that make uh, short little two-hour walking simulators that are on Stadia? Once someone plays that and has finished it, then they're done with it.
0: There's no reason to play it again.
1: Right. So there goes their cut. There it goes. It's gone. Um, and it's gone. And it's gone. (laughs) Um, But meanwhile, we have games like Destiny 2, which, you know, some people do play on Stadia. I mean, there were people on the servers when Misty was playing it on Stadia. So some people do play Destiny 2 on Stadia. Yep. They're going to get a big cut of Stadia for subscriptions because that game never ends. Yeah. So, you know, it's stuff like that. Elder Scrolls Online is also on Stadia, by the way. Um, Oh, yeah, it is, huh? Yeah, it is. So they're going to get a big cut, too. (sighs) Yeah. But the little, the little two-hour games, the the indie devs that make these small games that are easy to to uh, to package and easy to you know to get through in a sitting, and they make those games for that reason, for you know easy consumption. Yeah, are getting hurt by this, not helped by it. So I. Yeah, I'm not i I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely disagree with this, this move, Stadia. But. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you know, we, we kind of have, even me and Sterlock, both of us have liked our Stadia experiences. We've talked about it a lot on the show. Um, but even us, even the two of us have, have just kind of said lately that we see, we do see the writing on the wall. We're not yeah, total idiots. It's it's. Um, and, you know, I think, I think Stadia is ultimately going to do what uh, the analysts think that this is going to do, uh, which I do agree with. I yeah, think it'll, Stadia, be a de- it'll be yeah. a
0: developer tool.
1: Yeah, yeah, Stadia literally. is going to collapse as a consumer product. But the tech is good. I, I maintain the tech is tech is, is good. great.
0: Yeah, the tech is awesome.
1: It it can be and has already proven to be a good developer tool. Uh, Bungie literally I mean, uses Stadia uh, when they work at home for testing. Yeah. I so. mean, it,
0: it, it's... I don't want to say saved Destiny 2 development, but it, it like... It helped.
1: It helped a lot. It helped a lot. Yeah. It kept them from delaying the uh, that one expansion more than they had to. I mean, they did delay it once, but yeah. they didn't have to delay it for very long. Beyond Light is what they what they worked on. Yeah, game. Beyond
0: Light. That was... Yeah, yep.
1: yeah, or but, yeah. I wanted
0: to say Dying Light, No, that's that's something no, else. That's so... a different game. <laughs> Definitely
1: <a> different <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the Stadia news. It's unhappy, um, but there it yeah. is. Let's move into. Something that is not only, I mean, kind of cool, I guess, but also kind of weird. Um, apparently it's happening though, so let's talk about it. Netflix, ladies and gentlemen, is breaking into actual video games.
0: Hmm.
1: Yes, yes, it appears that they are. Um, Netflix has recently hired a guy named, I wrote his name down, uh. Mike Verdu, uh, who is formerly uh, an EA and Oculus executive, so he he worked on EA Mobile, and he worked with uh, Facebook Gaming to acquire some properties for Oculus. Hmm. Um, they hired him to head up their game development division. It is, it is currently believed that soon, maybe not soon, but eventually, Netflix will start offering games right alongside, like, like, uh, uh, best horror movies. Here's your list of horror movies. Be- like, best action movies. Here's a list of action movies. Video games. Just like another selectable genre will be a game.
0: Huh. <laughs> I mean, they're big enough to do it, to experiment sure. with it and see if it works. Like- they
1: are, but I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering if it will work. <laughs> like, don't get don't me know. wrong. It just
0: seems so outside their wheelhouse. That it, it, do, like... it
1: it does, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm I'm someone who likes a lot of the interactive content that they've produced. Um, I think the Minecraft uh, stories port is really cool. Personally, I, I I really really respect that. I think they did a great job with it. Um, but uh, I, this is different. Like they're they're talking about like like arcade style games. experiences, like yeah. game games. Yeah. Like, not just interactive movies. And I don't know how that's going to function. Like, is it all going to be something you open from the Netflix app? Because that's what it sounds like. Like, it's, like, right next to your list of genres is going to be video games <laughs> that you can play. I, yeah, so, like, I don't
0: know. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: It's, yeah, it, it seems like it could be nice and positive, but it seems like it could be really strange. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what happens with it.
0: I kind of want them I hope I kind of hope they coordinate off a little bit so it's not just like
1: just sitting there inter- in the app
0: and within like you know what I mean? Like make it its own tab. Like
1: yeah, at least yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. At least a tab. Yeah, yeah. Not just next to everything else. Mm-hmm. Continue watching working moms or play <laughs> Yeah <laughs> play Tetris. <laughs> Like two thousand or something. I don't know. Yeah, Tetris twenty twenty two. I don't know. <laughs> Making up games now. Um, yeah. Play Fallout Five. Wait, what? Fallout Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It, we don't know. We don't know anything about this at all. Like other than the fact that he's been hired, we don't know the, the quality of the games that will be developed for this or anything. Uh, just that. Like just that. Apparently, they now have a game development division.
0: We don't even know like what like studios they have they've got work and they're probably still like acquiring that all that stuff so we're probably not going to see any game things for at least quite a while maybe even 2023
1: yeah yeah i'd say probably a couple of years unless unless they're like particularly tiny games they like might start with a couple tiny games yeah maybe you throw in a few arcadey kind of things yeah, like
0: do like a froggery type thing and yeah. Like just, yeah. To, just to test the waters. Yeah, just bit. kind
1: of a just kind of a, a proof of concept. Like, yeah. here, you can now play this game in your Netflix app or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know. I'm somewhat it. interested. Yeah, I mean... At the same time, I, I wonder if Netflix mm-hmm. will apply their accessibility principles, which they yeah. do have some of, um, to the games that they make, so I don't know. Will all of their games feature audio descriptions? <laughs> that
0: would be hilarious,
1: wouldn't it? Though, I mean, like I said, the, the Minecraft stories, uh, Netflix port kind of feels like an audio described game because mm-hmm. it sort of is like, like yeah. it is the game, it is the Telltale game, and you just make the choices to, in, in Netflix. I need to go play that, actually.
0: You haven't played that? Have. Nope,
1: oh wow, well, you should.
0: I, I, you should. I should. It's
1: I should. actually really well done, dude. They, they even do like the conversational stuff correctly. Oh. Like every every time you make a conversational choice, you still you get to make that choice in, in the Netflix version too. And nice. It's they, yeah, they did it really well. And the whole thing's audio described because Netflix. So there you go. So I guess technically, even though I, I I've often said no there are no audio described games yet, I guess technically there kind of is. It's just in a different format than you're expecting. Mm-hmm Oh, yeah. that, that was... I don't know if you heard that meow, but that was the mighty Anna Banana saying, you're not allowed to do the podcast. You're only allowed to pay attention to me. <laughs> I All see. Right. Indeed. Anna Banana. Alright. Um, next up, in the, in the gaming news segment, speaking of Netflix, there is going to be a next-gen update for The Witcher 3, which doesn't surprise me, because The Witcher 3 is immensely popular. Um... But that next-gen update is going to come with free DLC. Totally free DLC. uh, Which gives you things inspired by the Netflix adaptation of The Witcher. Nice. This is, I think, the correct move. And here's why I say the correct move. Um, Because if you are any kind of like... If you follow The Witcher 3 at all, you know that it has a pretty hefty modding community already. And... The modders have already done this, you know? The modders have already put yeah. the Netflix version of Geralt into The Witcher 3. Of course they have. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact they also put uh, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. That was probably the, one of the first yeah, things yeah, they did. Yeah, Into the Game as like a song the bards can actually sing in the game. Yeah. So they've already all. done it. So I, I think it makes sense to, if, if you're CD Projekt Red, to embrace the crap out of it. And release official versions of those things um yep. so there you go if you're if you're and the, the, the nice thing is i think um, makes
0: also makes sense because like what con just happened and yep
1: that was where this announced want, actually
0: they want to tie it and yeah that makes sense and they want to tie it into season two which i guess is starting soonish i don't know when but yeah
1: yeah yeah um yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Plus, um, I believe the mods that exist for this stuff are only for the PC version of the game. So this gives you uh, Netflix content on the console version because it's an X-Gen upgrade. So nice. you'll I be go. able to download this on your PS5 or your Series X, you know, whatever you want to do. So there you go. Yep. If Netflix and you watch the Netflix Witcher, well, now you can have it in your game. Although Yay. I sincerely doubt they're going to make Henry Cavill record all the voice lines for for girl for the oh, game. Oh no, no, no Cuz that would be a lot of work.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're big enough they could afford them.
1: They could afford him. They could afford him. I don't know. Time, I think I think if they did it though, Sherlock, I think like if there was any if, if there's any indication at all they were going to do that, I don't think the DLC would be free. No. Like they could afford him but I that's think at that point, true. If, you, if you do that much work if you put that much into it you charge for that DLC. Yeah,
0: no that that's true cuz that would not be uh, with as many <laughs> lines as there are in the Witcher 3.
1: Yeah, hundreds of hours of that dialogue. would uh, that'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of work. Many many sessions of voice acting.
0: They yeah, they'd, they'd want to make their their investment back. Indeed. So it would not be free. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be basically skins. Maybe the song, like like the modder's already put I'm in there. I'm sure the song will be in there. Yeah, yeah, probably the song. But uh, yeah, there you go. So that's all I have for gaming news. And Sterlock's probably like, oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I am too. Um, but but before we move on, I will ask because I always do. Sterlock, do you have anything that you can think of that we should talk about during gaming news before we step forward here? Um, not. I mean.
0: EA's yeah, getting, getting, getting ransomware. Basically, uh, they tried to sell. So the, the um, those people that stole the uh, what, like seven hundred gigs of uh, source code.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember
0: that a while back. They tried to sell it on the on the dark web, and apparently they they weren't. Successful, oh, because their are asking price was too high, huh. so now they're just straight up like extorting, or um, trying to extort uh, EA. Wow, I don't think it's gonna work. I don't like, think so either. It didn't. EA is, seems pretty confident that like this isn't really gonna, yeah, affect our bottom line very much. So
1: honestly, it didn't oh. affect CD Projekt Red really. I mean, it, it no, kind of really did. Didn't. It, it kind of did, and that I, I do I did hear that. Um, when their code got stolen, it did delay the release of their future patches that they were working on, but it didn't affect their bottom, like it didn't affect their, their ga- in fact, you know what, that actually, that actually makes me think of another thing we should talk about in gaming news. So I'm actually glad you brought this up. Uh, so CD Projekt Red wasn't super affected by their uh, ransomware thing that happened to them. Uh, and the proof of that, <laughs> that their bottom line is just fine is another thing that's worthy of being in gaming news. Guess what, Sterlock, believe it or not, apparently there was just a drove of people just waiting for cyberpunk to come back to the PlayStation store because against all odds, even with the, the, even with the Sony warning to not play like Sony explicitly says now uh, yes, Cyberpunk is back in store, but you shouldn't play it on a standard PS4. So even yeah. though that warning is out there, even though the game isn't perfect um, and totally fixed up and all that stuff, Cyberpunk 2077 was apparently the number one PlayStation Store game of June. Wow. Against all odds, man. I, okay. It just it came back and it just came all the way back and people just bought the crap out of it, apparently. Huh. So as, as much hate as you see that game get all the time... That's interesting. It's still definitely got a fan base because people bought it on the PlayStation Store digitally. So, huh, well, there you Number go. Number one in June. Amazing. Jeez,
0: that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. Um, all right. Well, I think that does it for gaming news. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Um, well, then. Let's move on to the segment that we've been waiting to talk about for a couple days. <laughs> Let's move on to <laughs> accessibility. Welcome to accessibility. Oh, God! Yep, yep. Oh, God! Oh, man! Oh, God! Oh, man! Oh, God! Oh, man! It's completely valid folks. Because that is the literal (laughs) reaction we are having to the accessibility news we're about to drop upon you. Yep. I didn't even write out the whole like thing that we're going to talk about (laughs) in the outline. Because all I could write was... (gasps) Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo (laughs) 2. Ladies and gentlemen... A revelation has been revelated. A reveal has been revealed. And um, it, it, has, it has kind of destroyed our brains for the past couple days, just knowing this. I posted, a, I posted a tweet yesterday just saying how cool it was to wake up in a world where this is still true and to find out that it wasn't a dream. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have learned... That Diablo 2 Resurrected is going to have text to speech support at launch. Yep. Yep. And is going to gain, after launch, screen reader support. Yep. What? Like,
0: what? What? What?
1: (laughs) And the crazy thing about this is how it was announced in that it kind of wasn't. Um, nope. Blizzard just chose, I guess, to be super transparent with their accessibility. Yeah. And someone just uh, asked, literally just asked them like, hey, what do you think about text-to-speech support? Like, how, how's, are we talking about that at all? And they were just like, "Yep." <laughs> Yep, on the Diablo official Twitter.
0: Diablo Twitter account. Yeah. The official replying yeah, the official. directly to Johandi. To
1: yeah. Johandy asked them just straight up. And they were like, Yes, <laughs> Diablo 2 resurrected. We'll yep. put your text speech. And we're working on screen to support for the future. And we're just like, guys, <laughs> guys, think about this. Think of oh my how God. think of how huge this could be. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I understand the arguments that I'm going to get against this already. I'm, I understand what's going to... Some people are going to say, okay, that's, that's, that's fine. But what about navigation and stuff like that? And the thing is, to me, to me personally, all right? To me personally, I understand that not everyone's going to feel this way. But to me personally, the navigation bit, getting through a game like Diablo, is kind of like the minor struggle... Yep, it's the struggle that I'm totally willing to endure, if it means that through what accessibility features exist, I can play the game. And text-to-speech in a game like this, especially if it's applied to everything, is going to be oh, gear open. management. Gear we can manage management. our own gear, gear management, and skills, and stuff, and oh my god, we'll probably know where doors lead. Yeah. Yeah. Without having to OCR them.
0: Oh, man. I I can't. I can't even. like.
1: It's amazing. What is this? <laughs> like, I, I didn't expect this at all, because here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. The tech alpha already happened. The Diablo 2 resurrected tech alpha already happened. And the tech alpha did show off the fact that it's going to have... The PC version has controller support. And it showed off some of the... I think a couple of the accessibility features, like... Uh, um, like I think the uh, one of the big things people were happy about was that, like I think items in the area glow brighter now, so you can see them better or something like that. Yeah, that's good. So, like one of the, one of the stuff like that, but nothing like this. No. Like there was no TTS in the tech alpha at all. So I was I was willing to hope kind of, but I had sort of also admittedly kind of dismissed Diablo II Resurrected as something that we weren't going to be able to play because it didn't seem to have even that, even even text-to-speech. And now we're hearing that it not only will have text-to-speech, but also will have screen reader support eventually down the line. Who knows what else they're going to have? They haven't announced everything yet. Yeah.
0: We still have two months until the game comes out.
1: Two months until the game comes out. And uh, Holy crap. I think we're ready for that game to come out. Yeah, I think we we are. Yep. This
0: is is why my other clip...
1: Was possibly going to be, yeah, yeah, because then Diablo 2 Resurrected will be out. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, uh, Hades will be out on consoles. Ah, yes, um, Psychonauts just, 2 will be out. I just did a uh,
0: Hades run, uh, before the podcast.
1: I'm probably going to do a Hades run after the podcast, so there, <laughs> game is so Um, uh, it is, it is, it, and it's, I, I, you know, I think I said it last week, but it's it's actually more satisfying to me. And I loved it before, but it's more satisfying to me now that I'm only using accessibility mods and yep. I'm not using the mirror extended mod. Yeah. Um yeah, and and yeah, I I still I still say I still say as hard as it's going to be, I'm going to try to play that game on PS5. Oh man. I know it's going to be hard. I know. That's going to be real hard, but I still want to try to do it. And I think I think I might be able to do it. I really believe in myself. I think I can do it. Yeah. I bet good. Um, I know my boons. Like I know how the game works. You have
0: like, good lava strategy. You've got you know. You, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think I got this. Um, <laughs> but uh, Diablo oh, two. Oh, I
0: called. I called him uh, like right after. Yep. Actually, I yep. was. I was the one. I sent you a DM. Yeah, as soon yeah. As he I saw DM'd the tweet I was like,
1: gorgeous, "Check, gorgeous, clear this timeline." And I, I. You can't communicate this stuff very well in text, but somehow I, I heard the urgency. Like, <laughs> check his time. I did immediately. I immediately checked his timeline because Sherlock told me to do it. And I, I heard the urgency in that message somehow. <laughs> and there it was. Him asking for about accessibility, about text speech and their in their direct response. And I was just... I, I retweeted it twice. Because was like, yeah. oh my God.
0: It was... Just, it's, uh, just to it's casually amazing. throw that out there like that too. That's the like yeah, mm-hmm. part to me.
1: And like like Johandy pointed out, you know, it this is this is new. Like we don't get answers like this. No. Like so often when we ask about accessibility features, why they're just ignored, or we get a maybe, or we get a probably not, or we get a you know, we're not thinking about and, that
0: right now. And the crazy thing is, I actually believe it. I believe it too. You know, why I believe it is because BattleNet. Yeah, BattleNet.
1: I mean, I I believe it because I worked on BattleNet with them. Yeah. So, yep. So, yeah. I I think, you're,
0: I think the fact that they've been watching your videos
1: I think that's part of it. Yeah.
0: Like they it's had an impact.
1: And it's like I said to you, Sterlock. Uh, I I and I'll explain this for the podcast too. Uh we have we have traced the origin of this happening back to Misty. Yep. <laughs> Because, ladies and gentlemen, at least from from my perspective, I'm not going to claim to be like the first in the world, because I don't know, you know, I can't confirm that, so I'm not going to claim it. But from my perspective, Misty was the one who discovered, based on her own gameplay, that Diablo 3 might be kind of playable with a little bit of sighted help for gear and stuff, might be kind of playable on consoles. And so she convinced me to play it, after a lot of resisting. Because I, I really didn't believe it at first. I was—I really didn't believe it. But she convinced me to try it. And we worked it out. And we figured out that, yes, indeed, it is kind of playable, of course. Then I started playing it on stream. Then Blizzard sees those videos. Uh, and they let me know. They contacted me about those videos. Um, and that's what led me to working on Battle.net and working with them. And providing them additional feedback on how they can make their games more accessible. Blah, 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 blah. And now here we are. Diablo 2 Resurrected is getting screen reader support. Yeah, I mean, I, good I, lord.
0: Oh, I, I don't know. That's going to be such a weird feeling, like going not having to ask here for and not having to ask <laughs> for help, and yeah, looking at um, oh, what's that? What's that site?
1: Oh, icy veins. Icy veins. Yeah, for for builds and is stuff. Just looking
0: at icy veins and just using that, and not having to like, you know, have yeah. like just the sighted person, you know, managing pull you, up your the build fort.
1: and figure out what we need, and yeah, it, <sighs> yeah, dude. all of that, dude. It's, <laughs> it's 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 so it's so crazy that this might actually be happening. I will fight with Diablo navigation for hours and hours and probably forever.
0: Part of me still doesn't quite
1: believe that it's real.
0: You know what <laughs> it's I mean? hard, isn't it? Like... It's
1: hard. Because we don't get answers like and that. Just, and just
0: the thing that blows me away with that was just the casual response. Like, yeah, yep. we're, we're, we're working on it.
1: Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's a thing. It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same casualness with which uh, the Guilty Gear Strive devs dropped the fact that they've, I guess, been working on a full, uh, full voice narration for Guilty Gear Strive. Oh yeah, that wasn't ready for launch, but they're apparently working on it, and it might be eventually fully voiced. That would be cool.
0: Yeah. Strive is a good game. I like Strive.
1: Yeah, you know, I still haven't played it yet.
0: I had to play it more. I haven't played it in like a month. But I like it when I've I've played
1: it so far. I got this crazy idea that I wanted to play it on stream. And I don't know why I I I don't know why I felt that way. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, how am I going to do that?
0: (laughs) Oh, you're going to be so lost with the story, though.
1: Yeah, I know. But like, that's why I haven't played it yet. Because I I sort of wanted to play it on stream. At the same time, I I don't because I have so much that I'm doing on streams. Yeah. Um, So I'm thinking I should probably just play it, like, just play it a little bit and see where it, yeah. how I like it. Um, but yeah, we'll, I'll probably do that. Um, so, yeah, Diablo 2, I don't know. There's There's. just no, there's no more words that we can say. I can't. What? It's amazing. It's amazing. And we're all looking forward to Diablo 2's launch in September. Yep. September 23rd. I'm counting down the days now. Counting down the days, exactly. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us off this so we don't just talk about Diablo 2 for four straight hours. Yep. Um, and uh, I want to talk about the second item in, in accessibility news today, which is kind of just a spotlight because I know this game is not new. Um, I'm just the last one on the train, okay? Just like like I usually am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: relatively new.
1: Is it? Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was like months old. Um. But anyway, the, the game that I want to talk about, I want to kind of I kind of want to put a spotlight on is Sordy Quest, which is a it's a it's a name that is weird, it is but it's really kind of name. like funny in a way. Like I don't know, like it it strikes me in a good way. Like it strikes me as just like charmingly funny. Like it's not just a quest; it's a sordy quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be swords in it. Um. <laughs> So I actually weirdly like the name. <laughs> it's it's very strange, but I like the name. It
0: rolls it rolls off the tongue well.
1: It does for some reason. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's uh, a it's a game whose voiceover integration is so utterly complete that it feels like a game that was specifically made for us. Um, that's how I feel about it anyway. Um, because it's, it's super well done. It's super, super integrated. Like
0: It did not start that way, though. No, no, I,
1: I bet it didn't. I bet it didn't. But, like, if you look at it now, even the little help messages you get uh, are voiceover-specific if voiceover is running. Yep. They tell you how to use the rotor in the freaking game. Yeah. And they tell you how to use the, the heading navigation and the, and the vertical navigation to help you find things in the game. Yep. It's really well integrated. It's,
0: it's so good. Like, he... Or they, I don't know, I don't know what they are, what uh, what they identify as, but, um, like, they're, they took suggestions and stuff in such great stride. It's like, it kind of reminds me of, like, what, you know, Secret Storm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and uh, uh, if you want if you want another mobile comparison, King of Dragon Pass,
0: yeah, it's and like Sola- that. And Solara, when that was playing.
1: yeah, Solara, yeah, that's right. I Solara's a good Solara. game. I miss Solara. I miss everyone Solara. Miss, Everyone misses Solara. Aww. I saw. A t- I think I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, "Man, I wish Solara was still around."
0: I do too. <laughs> everyone do.
1: misses Solara.
0: Oh man,
1: it was so Dan good.
0: Just- they even described the pictures yeah. in like the cat, like. Uh, ah yeah, it was so it was good. So good
1: what was it was the thing?
0: Ah, uh, man, but but anyway, um. So yeah, like he's been like, I don't know, I keep, yeah, I keep assuming, but um. Yeah, but yeah, they've been um, taking suggestions, and like, it's it's crazy because like they're like oh you know people are like oh the map is really laggy and like okay well let's see see if i can fix it and because yeah before the map was very very laggy and it was like um, it was basically unusable oh wow and that made the game almost unplayable to an extent because you couldn't really do anything yeah other than like your initial like location,
1: man, it's a good thing I waited then <laughs> yeah it actually is a good thing you
0: waited you, <laughs> you reaped the benefits of
1: uh a lot of feedback
0: yeah you you really did actually,
1: all right, that's good, then <laughs> um,
0: so there's that. um yeah, this game is so accessible to the point where it seems like it it always was like you you said. But,
1: yeah, it, it it feels like that. To it wasn't. Me. Maybe it feels like that to me because of the, the, the point that I came in at. You know. Yeah. Um, but it looks re- like in terms of just how well voiceovers integrated to it's me, it just perfect. looks really good. It's pretty it's, much perfect. Yeah,
0: basically perfect. Yeah. Um, to the point now, the thing that I like, I don't even use the map really. I just because now you can pull up, um, locate the, the hit the, the auto button and just do auto travel.
1: Yeah, I do that too. I do that too.
0: I, I totally bought the dragon. By the way, I know you can fight. I it did too, but...
1: not buy the dragon. I know you can um, fight it to, I, to
0: get it, but
1: I was. Like, I made mm, I made what? a couple of decisions um, when it came to what I would buy, and what I decided was this. Because here's the thing, and I, oh, I kind of disapprove of this, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it's it's whatever because it's your choice. Okay, so essentially, you can literally pay to make that game easy yep uh like i mean in every way yeah you don't have to do a single bit of crafting if you're willing to spend money (laughs) nope (laughs) so that's the thing um so what i've done is what i personally what i've chosen to do is i didn't do that i did buy a couple of food packs because bosses and lots of food and, and I felt that I I felt okay doing that, yeah. Um, and I didn't buy the dragon, and I've I've decided that I will never buy the the uh, tool packs. Never. I okay. I I have decided personally that I'm going to uh, collect my I'm I'm going to gather my stuff and build my own stuff on my own, because I think that's where the major part of the gameplay loop actually is. Yeah. So, and, and it also helps you level up and stuff. So, you know, I, I want to do it on my own. And so I'm, I've, I've restricted myself. I did buy a coin pack once because I didn't know what silver coins were used for. It's like when I first started out, I was like, oh, it's only three gems. I'll just get a coin pack. Oh, yeah. So I bought a coin pack. It was like 500 coins. Yeah. And uh, so I, and then I found out that we, what kinds of things you use them for and that, that's cool too. And I've gotten a couple of those things, but everything else I'm going to build up on my own. Yep. So that's that's what I, I'm I'm up to I'm up to metal stuff now. Oh nice. So yeah. Um I haven't
0: crafted any of it yet, but I can make some gold stuff now.
1: Cool. I um, oh, yeah, I I'm just I just beat the second boss for the first time. Oh nice. So
0: um there's also another purchase you can make once you beat the game. Um well, not like beat the game, but once you beat the, the third boss. Um there is a portal to a, a second map basically that you unlock for uh,
1: $5. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. And,
0: and that unlocks access to um, quests and, and things like that. And apparently, he's going to keep adding stuff to the game. So it's.
1: Yeah, so I also, always thought that was weird because I saw. I, I looked through the hints that you can get in the shrines, and I saw mention of quests. But I was like, "Where are these quests? Like, I, I don't see any quests there. Like, what, where is this?"
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't get quests at all in the in the main map.
1: Yeah, apparently. Okay. okay. So we know. Yep. I did see something called the uh, I, I did see something called a portal, but I didn't go there. Um, it's a place that, like a place I could have traveled to. Like I it don't... was in my it was in my quick travel list. I don't.
0: Well, I don't know actually. I don't I don't know if you can go there uh, before beating the third boss or not. Oh,
1: okay. I'm
0: sure. But
1: I mean you you can't necessarily go a... everywhere that's in your list. I actually yeah. found I found out the hard way that if you don't have so I, I tried to travel to a, a farm and I didn't know anything about the farm. I didn't know where it was. I didn't I, um... I hadn't memorized the names of all the, the places and the biomes and things like that. So I tried to travel to a, a new farm and it was like, wait a minute. You don't have uh, something to protect you from hot temperatures and you can't you can't auto travel here. It's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. okay. Okay. The only problem with that is you can't just reset your auto travel location if you can't like it doesn't it doesn't remove the location once you can't go there. Oh yeah. So the only way to reset it is to close the game and reopen it. Oh really? Yeah.
0: I yeah. figured like hitting locations again would fix that and like selecting a new place from there
1: i couldn't really it just it just just stayed the uh uh travel closer to farm button and every time i clicked it it's like you can't
0: (laughs) that seems like a bug then
1: yeah yeah i think it's kind of a bug oops but uh you know it's a good game um
0: very good game
1: i'm i'm wondering i don't know like
0: uh hunting is accessible now that makes me so because it wasn't before
1: hunting is i still think hunting is weird is um, me.
0: What you do is you've got like a double so the thing to do is hold your finger on the uh tap to sneak on s- the button. Tap to
1: sneak, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Just hold your finger on that button. So what, what it does is it plays a double click when your player icon is inside the thing. Mm-hmm. And once it goes outside, you'll hear like a, a third click. So what you want to do is... Oh, wait tap. a minute. Really? Yep.
1: You're supposed to tap after the double? Yep. <sighs> I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Yep. <laughs> you know what I've been doing? Huh. I have been timing. I've been trying to time the double click um, properly so I hit the like cuz it, it keeps looping back around you know yeah and so what what i've been doing is counting seconds between the double clicks cuz i thought you had to tap it right on the double click
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: no. wow dude
0: yeah you'll hear like a tr- tr- and then like you know cut like a second later you'll hear you'll hear a third click the third click is it going outside of the the thing
1: right 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 Wow! Yeah, wow! Yep. All right then. Uh, now I can. Now I can be a better hunter. I guess. Yep. Uh- <laughs> so there All you right. go. I'll make the, things a little easier <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Oh,
0: and this game also does, I did a thing that I, I never expected to happen: is me giving a shit about Game Center.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Doesn't it? That's true. Isn't
0: mm-hmm. it? So, there's that.
1: Yeah, it, it's it has very good Game Center integration. It, it literally helps you in the game if you have friends on Game Center, so. Yep. It's pretty cool. I I worry about I feel like it's probably I don't know, maybe I maybe I'm underestimating this game a little bit cuz I feel like in a way it's kind of short. Um, but that could be me. That could be me being wrong, too. Like maybe there's there's things that I'm not expecting that are going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, but well, uh, apparently he
0: um apparently he wants to add more stuff or they want to add more stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm all for I'm all for more stuff. I so, like this game. And I I even like the little uses of haptic feedback in this game.
0: Yeah. It seems it's, it's actually really well used.
1: Yeah, yeah, really? it's it's it used it's used for gathering. It's, it it's actually an interesting little feeling that it gives you when you're gathering stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, and also like the little like the matching puzzle things.
1: Oh yeah, those are neat. Yeah,
0: those like those work perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are awesome.
0: It's it's like this game started out pretty good to begin with, and I think that's why it's been so fast for them to implement um, fixes because it, like the the. The groundwork was already there, and things already read fairly oh, something's well. Something's already read. Okay. Begin with, yeah, okay. If we were talking about an engine that, like, you know, wasn't readable with voiceover at all, you know, then that'd be significantly harder. I don't know what this game's coded in, but yeah,
1: it must not be Unity then.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, it works. It's really well, and, and yeah of so many blind people in my uh, in my on my Twitter have been playing this game it's crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah it's good. So if you haven't if, if for some reason you're a person that hasn't tried Swordy Quest for iOS, give it a shot. It's it's uh it's it's fun. Oh, also it's worth mentioning, you can play this game completely at your own pace. Yep. Um there's no
0: timed things at all. Yeah,
1: nothing nothing is timed in real time. All the stuff that changes like your stamina and your food level and your hydration level and stuff. That changes on a per action basis. I mean, so, on the
0: weekends they have like boosts to certain things.
1: Yeah, I did see there was a double XP weekend.
0: This week, up. this weekend is is a double XP, which is cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you can play uh, offline completely. Yep, as well.
0: So. This game served me well on my road trip in dead areas where there was you know no cell phone signal. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll probably play this on a plane at some point. Yeah. Sorry quest on a plane. Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. That would be a good plane game. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Why not get my, get my, my crafting done. Yeah. Right now I need, uh, I need freaking four, just four tree orc fangs just to upgrade my mount to the next Ugh. one. Jeez, I want a snow horse, man. Snow horse. Yeah. I want a snow horse. I also need, uh, stuff for, uh, another type of uh, boat as well. Ah, I will upgrade those things. I will upgrade everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. I did find out that there are reasons to go to every single, um, uh, coin market though, in every village. Yeah. Because every single one of them has a piece of equipment that you can use to help you. Like one of them has, one of them has a sleeping bag that improves the speed of sleeping. One of them has a, uh, gathering cart which improves the speed of gathering so you, you tap and it it's, it's still it still does the thing but it goes a little bit faster than it did oh before.
0: i need to go back and because i didn't think to check all the coin markets yeah every i single saw one the of them sleeping bag but for i saw the sleeping bag but for whatever reason it just didn't occur to me to check all of them
1: to, yep every single one has something different in it do they stack i wonder
0: because i know you can buy multiples of yeah i don't things. know if they
1: do i i was trying to test that by buying there's something i bought two of it's called a gathering bag and it says it allows you to gather in more places. And what I think that means—it's kind of unclear. But what I think that means, I think that means,
0: um, I think it opens up more spots. To the grid on. is
1: the grid is bigger when you're gathering. Yeah. I
0: think. I, think, I think, think so. I think that's I a...
1: bought two of those, um, and the grid that I can gather in is like, like nine, nine long or nine uh, nine vertically. Oh. And... Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: So. That's well, I know what, what I'm is.
0: doing later. I'm going back yeah, to There you go. I know the coin <laughs> markets. That we've I helped
1: missed. each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I
0: like gathering. Like gathering is fun in this game.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's, in it's a weird weirdly way. not boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Especially you know, when you get your... some of the
0: magic items that uh, help out a bit.
1: I just got the magic pole. That's as far as I've gotten with that.
0: I'm looking at the magic X or X or whatever it is. I think
1: it's X cuz the next one is cross. And I think okay. the I think the I, I think the idea behind them is that they gather in for all four directions. Yeah. One is one is bigger than the other one. Yeah. You know? So. There you go. Um of quest it's good. You should try it. It's casual, it's fun. It's uh it's offline. Um, play at your own pace. It's it's a good game. Um yeah, next up I, I actually that actually is all I wrote down, but I but I want, I just remember that I wanted to do this, um, and I didn't write it down, so I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to a new partner of mine, and so, this may surprise some of you who just listen to this podcast and maybe don't follow me on Twitter. So I, I I will I will understand if some of you are surprised by this, because the last time we talked about these people, it was in a very negative way. <laughs>
0: Oh however. yes, yes, yes. I did however, I remember seeing this earlier.
1: Yes, yes. So however, things things um I believe I mentioned uh kind of um I think I mentioned once on the show without being specific. I said, "Man, it's amazing the kinds of things that you end up getting work out of." Right? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And this is one of those things. Uh so beginning from the big problem with the biomutant uh, review from TamingGaming.com, which is a database for accessibility discovery. Yep. Um, I have now partnered with them. I've become working. I've become begun working with Taming Gaming to make their database better, um, make it better for discovery, make it better for accessibility overall, uh, just better all around. And we're doing some cool stuff. I want to give them a shout out because this, that was their response to receiving feedback this strong about Biomutant. Yeah. The response was not, well, like we know what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. You know, something some nonsense like that. Their response was, okay. Okay. We know who (laughs) you are. Uh, We know your accessibility consultant. Can you help us to make this better? Right. We realize there are problems. Can you help us to fix them? And that's why I agreed to do that, agreed to work with them because that that's they open. The kind of...
0: They're open to const- constructive feedback and yes, yeah, that's yes, good.
1: absolutely. So I've been working with them for a, a little while, um, and we're still we still have some things we're going to be doing. Uh, look out for more tweets uh, about them uh, over the next probably couple weeks because are we're we're, we're going to put together some stuff, um, and we want people to. Uh, come up with, either test it or come up with some ideas. So look out for more of that. Um, But the cool thing I'm going to talk about today regarding them is a new feature that just emerged on their site, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, So here it goes. I I, I tweeted about this this morning. So when you go on their site, TamingGaming.com, if you go on their site, you can look for any game that you can think of. And if If the site has accessibility data for that game, you can read about it and find out what what is in the game, what makes that accessible, and so on and so forth. If there is no accessibility data found, if if no one has added accessibility data to that game, you get an additional link that says, tweet the developer about about this. And what this does is it composes an auto-tweet for you. Um, It brings you to the Twitter website. Composing an auto tweet and put you know filling in the the, the edit box for you, and the, the auto tweet will automatically tag the developer of the game, along with Taming Gaming and the guy that made uh, the guy that made the database uh, Geekdab Gamer, um, tag them, and will kind of invite the developer to check out the site, to check out the the game's page, and to fill in uh, their own accessibility details for the game. Now. There's two reasons for this. The first one is giving developers a chance to put in what's already there. If, if, if the people running the site haven't done it yet, developers can actually just do it themselves through this method. Um, so that's great. The second reason is kind of just discoverability for the developers themselves to kind of look at the list of things they could add as far as what accessibility settings their game has and say, oh, this is something that I maybe should work on, you know? Like that's part of the point too, Yeah, is to show people what they maybe could work on that they haven't thought of yet. Yep. So um, that when, they, when they get the specialized link, so the way it works is they can, they can go to the page directly from the tweet that you post uh, from the auto tweet. They can go to their game's page, but that's not the page they use to edit. They have to contact and the tweet tells them to do this too. They have to contact the Twitter account of the uh, of the Taming Gaming database, and then they'll be given a special link to their game, which it's it's a different link. They're given a link to their game, but it's it's a specialized link that allows them to fill in details and has an extra bit of uh, text up top that basically says, "Hey, use this to fill out uh, the accessibility details of your game as far as as far as you know what they are, um, and make sure that." you're you're checking the boxes that apply to your game and i believe it also tells them, you know, look through all these and maybe see what you can do, what you can add on to it, you know. So yep. it's 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 a great idea. So i highly encourage you guys to go to taminggaming.com, look for a game that you either would like to be accessible or that is maybe one that is accessible in some way but not in every way. Um and see if we have data on it already. And if if the database has data on it already, well, then great. Um, and you can you can communicate with uh, Taming Gaming. DB is the Twitter account to uh, add to it if you want to, if you think it's not complete or whatever. Um, but if it doesn't have data on it, do that auto-tweet. Get the developers involved. And we'll, who knows what'll happen. I think I yeah. think it's a really great feature.
0: Yeah, I saw you uh, set one out this morning.
1: Yep, I wanted to test it out. I was, I was actually asked to test it out to make sure doing that was accessible. And so I was like, eh, okay. I'll pick a game that I'm playing right now. And I did <laughs> one for Eliza. Nice. And the tweet worked fine. It, it tweeted out uh, Zachtronics, which is the developer of Eliza. So Nice. Boom. It's, it's, it's a feature that works. Yay. So yeah, Taming Gaming uh, DB is a good organization that wants to be better. And yeah. I'm going to help them do that. That's awesome. Bio mutant, notwithstanding <laughs> yeah I mean um, that, they, that was, they honest,
0: that was an honest mistake so like it that, was
1: it was and I and I was compensated for that by the way just so everyone is fully aware yeah they made that right uh, for me so That's and good. they were willing to do it with others too but apparently I was the only one that made the mistake at least the only one that came forward huh. so well, there you go and we did we did post about that you know we did offer to to handle it for people yeah there you go. Alrighty then stream soda no it's podcast soda. <laughs> podcast soda podcast soda all right um that's gonna do it for accessibility news unless do you have anything else you want to bring up for for that uh, any tangents you'd like to go on today
0: no <laughs> no, no, no tangents really no tangents.
1: T- you're um, in too good a mood to go on a tangent
0: well i mean we can Diablo plug too. saturday <laughs> yeah
1: oh yeah yes yeah, Sat- oh that's right we should plug saturday it's a good idea um, this Saturday, this Saturday, for the first time ever, <laughs> um, I'll, I will be playing uh, cooperatively with Genissary. I'll be playing Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. It is going to be not only a collaborative, guided playthrough, but it's also going to be fully audio described. And I, I mean, fully audio described. Like Genesisary has a pre-prepared, she wrote a, script. a pre-prepared Hellblade script.
0: This is like what Ray and I do with Pokemon Let's Go, but like just ramped up to 11.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Is.
0: Yeah. Although so, with, with Ray and I, it's uh, it's more we're both playing our own copy of the game at the same time. Right. With, yeah, with that's the, true. It's, it's more of a, with you guys. It's, it's more like a co-pilot.
1: Yeah, we're going to connect. Yeah, she's going to connect to my copy of the game and she's going to take care of the movement part of it. Yeah, and apparently the combat. Actually, uh, haven't watched uh, Sightless's work on this, but apparently the combat is uh, is doable. So nice. I'll be handling combat. She'll be handling movement, and that's how it's going to work. Cool. So yeah, man, good that's, stuff. That's coming up in two days. So tune in this Saturday for that. Yeah. And yeah, I think that'll be that. No need for any lengthy tangents about things we don't like because there's too many things we do. O2 <sighs> has text speech support. Two
0: months is so far
1: away. Two months—it's only two months to lock. Only but
0: two. like you mentioned, there's a lot of cool stuff coming in the interim, like Phoenix right or Phoenix Wright, Grady's yeah. Attorney, and yeah, turn, and Psychonauts for next end. month, which I think Psychonauts too. Like I, I still think that's going to be playable.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to I'm it. Hope- I'm hopefully uh, or cautiously optimistic. And, and, you know, the thing about Psychonauts 2, day one game pass. There's no need to, yeah. to worry too terribly much about it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, here's hoping. But uh, Great Ace Attorney comes out on the 27th of July. So only a couple weeks wait. away. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think I think my whole community is looking forward to that game.
0: <laughs> Dude, I know.
1: And speaking of my community, um, I guess I could also mention this, too. Uh, my stream anniversary is coming up, uh, which is every year we do it. It's a big day. Um, it's a full twelve-hour stream that day. Yep. And the cool thing is, I actually just did the math today. I hadn't done it before, but I did it today, and it turns out that I can actually hold, like, based on scheduling and everything, I can actually hold my stream anniversary stream on my stream anniversary day. Um, last year I couldn't do that. I think it was like, I think it was just after it if i remember correctly
0: yeah i think so um
1: but yeah this this uh this year august 6th is on a friday uh so i can actually just do my anniversary stream that day so that's what we're doing august 6th ladies and gentlemen officially announcing it on the podcast august 6th is the day to put on your calendar it's a big 12-hour stream where i'll be playing lots of games probably uh (laughs) i did float the idea of like i was like i was like I bet I would get zero complaints if the entire stream was a Great Attorney Marathon. I did float I, that idea. I mean, I wouldn't mind. No, no, I did float at the but I, I, float, I floated the idea. But at the same time, I, I then thought about it a second later and like, here's the thing, though. That's a lot of voice acting for one day. Yeah. And I know, I know some of that. Some of that game obviously has voice acting, but it's it's a lot. Yeah. Because it's not it's not fully voice acted. It's partially voice acted. So. Yeah. I would still be doing... I would be putting in some of the work for that game all day for 12 hours. I don't know if I want to do that for 12 hours. I don't know if you
0: have... Like, Ray has mentioned this being a thing. And I don't know how much there is to it, but, like, she's like, there's a big difference between, like, just talking or, like, describing something versus, like, reading. Because she's like, if I'm reading, like, I get my throat gets a lot drier and and I need like more, more water. Like that was her observation. Generally, I don't know if that's,
1: I I don't typically have that. I don't think I have that exactly, but I just think, I think if I, if I try to do that for 12 straight hours, it would be quite the strain. I think I just, I I think it'd be quite the strain. I I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm doing it like every week I'm doing stuff like every day. Um, and so even if I don't stream the next day, because I don't even know what I'll do the next day, because I, I think I typically when I do streamversary streams, I'll take the next day off because, my God, it's 12 hours. Yeah. Um, so I probably will stream the next day, but I, that doesn't mean I'll be doing nothing that day because I do a lot now. So I don't know if I want to strain my voice like that too much, but what, what I probably will do, part of the stream probably will be Ace Attorney, okay? Part mm-hmm. of it probably will be. Yeah. Um, but not all of it. So I, I am still trying to figure out what the rest should be. Um, currently, I am thinking about maybe a little Hades because people yeah. just generally like Hades. Hades, Hades is great. Um, and something else, like maybe 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 just maybe at least three things would be nice. I think maybe some Jackbox. Maybe some Jackbox. Yeah, maybe four hours of Jackbox, four approximately four of Hades and approximately four of Ace Attorney. Yeah, yeah, that could be fun. That could be fun. Now I can figure out what order to do that in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. What do you start with, and what do you end with? You know? I, yeah, I don't know. I think, you know what? You know what? I think you. I think I figured out the order. I think you start. Yeah, you know what I think you do? I think you start with Hades, and then you go to. No, I, I don't know the order. I don't know. I can see. I can see ways. hmm So I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking. Maybe you end with Hades because Hades is, is kind of nice and chill and everyone can relax. Um, I mean, it's not chill, chill, but it's like, you know, it's it's, a, it's an easy game to watch. It's, you yeah. know. Um,
0: easy yeah. to have conversation while you're playing Hades, and too. Maybe,
1: maybe you start with Jackbox because people like coming in and playing some Jackbox mm. and maybe you do Ace Turning in the middle. Maybe, that, maybe that's the best way. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll think about that. Hmm. <laughs> think about that one. Yeah. I have I have a little bit of time left. I have a couple weeks left to think about that. So yep. I will consider it. Um anyway, that is gonna do it, folks, for the accessibility news at last. <laughs> and um uh yeah, it's basically gonna do it for this show. Let's do an outro and we'll get on out of here for the week. <laughs> so 93 of the Breakdown Wolf Podcast. And uh, I think this is going <laughs> to be probably a weekly thing um, where I remind everyone, since we are on episode 93 now, I think we're, I'm just going to do this every week, just a reminder that the format of this show is changing. Um, after episode 100, we are yep. changing the format up. It's going to be an interactive show. Ooh, interactive show. It's going to be live. So we're going to have... It's going to take a stream slot, so every show is going to be four hours of, of podcast, and that's a month. It's going to be a monthly interactive show where we talk together about, you know, we. It's not just me and Sterlock; it'll be me and Sterlock, but we'll just be hosting. But everyone will be talking. You about guys will news be able to six of two. Yeah, exactly. Chat. We'll actually be addressing chat, even though we already we still do sometimes on <laughs> the podcast. We'll be addressing chat for real this time. <laughs> We've <laughs> both done it too. That's We've both done part. it, man. Chat. Um, wasn't this a good show chat? Oh, I mean, wait. Um, yep. yeah, now, we, now we can do that for real. And you guys can actually answer us and say, we're not even here. What are you talking about? The um, so yeah, interactive live show uh, where we'll talk about the latest in gaming news and accessibility news and uh, we'll keep the format generally the same, I think. But uh, yeah, but yeah that'll, be, that'll be the way it goes. And, uh, you know, we might just... Uh, just have fun with it and have uh, just a general discussion segment about whatever and you know everything and it will still be on anchor i will still be uploading the podcast to anchor i'm also thinking about um incorporating it last because it, we're only going to be doing a monthly show i think i could I, I think i could swing this um i think what i'm going to do is i i think i in fact i think i'm going to commit to this right now uh with the new format I am going to incorporate transcriptions of the podcast. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get every month a transcription service to transcribe the show, publish that probably to my website, and provide that link when we provide the link to the podcast, so more people can enjoy our. That's
0: podcast. a really cool idea. I like that idea a lot.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna go in right now. I'm gonna commit to that. We're gonna do that for the new format.
0: Yeah. So,
1: there you go. Accessibility um, is happening. Accessibility <laughs> is happening, that's hashtag. hashtag. Uh, Alright. Um, so, that's going to do it for this show, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been a great show. Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Diablo 2. That's all that really matters. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, give Sortie Quest a shot, if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, look forward go, 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 to... Go. It's yeah yeah look forward to the tragic fall of stadia if you're not already yeah. and <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> and stuff and stuff um all right well that is okay. going to do thank you guys very much we love doing this show for you and and uh we're glad you we, we're glad you still listen to it glad you enjoy it and until next week i'm brandon cole Easterlock we'll see you then